0: you're listening to Arun's History Podcast on the Shelburne Race Rides stay tuned for more information welcome to the first episode of All Talk Canadian History the theme of this podcast is Black Canadian History today will recollect a major event that transpired during the late 1700s in one of Canada's most historic sites. Located on the electrifying southern tip of Nova Scotia, where the ordinary is replenished with the natural, soothing sound of waves splashing against the picturesque shores of the many impeccable sand beaches, there resides Shelburne County. Named after Lord Shelburne, the Prime Minister of England during the American Revolution, This site was the refugee for an estimated 16,000 loyalists, 2,000 of them black. Before proceeding, note that the intended audience is middle school students and teenagers interested in Canadian history. However, the podcast is open to anyone that would like to learn about the Shelburne race riots. The Shelburne race riots were heated hostilities of violence in Shelburne County for an approximate duration of ten days. Historians have recorded the Shelburne County riot as the first race riot in North America as it attacked the free black population therein. Birchtown, a community west of Shelburne, contained the most copious populace of free blacks in North America, as they were among the first Loyalist refugees. Hence. It is conclusive that the general public of Shelburne County were slaves. Just for some background information, the Loyalists were American colonists that advocated the British cause over the span of the American Revolutionary War. They were of various ethnicities, and thousands completed the migration to British North America in the midst and aftermath of the war. As a result of this surge in Loyalist movement, there was a growth in population in the establishment of Upper Canada, New Brunswick. Black Loyalists were men of African descent that escaped enslavement and served the British to obtain their promises regarding freedom. During the course of the race riots, Black Loyalists were the outright target. To their dismay, however, the realization that freedom was disparate from equality compelled the blacks to inevitable obedience that was homogeneous to slavery. In the worst case scenario, free blacks were abducted and resold as slaves in the United States and Caribbean. In Shelburne County, the presence of black loyalists posed a threat towards the white settlers, and racial exploitation thus became intrinsic. At this time, white displeasure towards British authorities intensified, and under these circumstances, Racial animosity rapidly arose, with tensions reaching an extremity, when approximately 40 white loyalists utterly razed Baptist preacher David George's property in its entirety on July 26, 1784. Despite the threats, George resumed preaching from his church in Shelburne, and the horde subsequently returned to assault the Baptist preacher. Consequently, the riot spread in such a manner following this affair given all the racial tensions, lack of employment opportunities, and the religious dispute omnipresent at the time. The rioters targeted the adherents of the British administrators, predominantly fellow black loyalists, who were impacted to a marked degree since they lacked refugees supplementary to the county. Meanwhile, rioting never ceased for a minimum of ten straight days, especially in Birchtown, where invasions prolonged for a month, according to certain reports. In consequence, four companies of the 17th Regiment were thereupon tasked with the job of preserving order. A naval frigate was additionally dispatched for support. Eventually, though, the riots fizzled out to conclude a significant occurrence in Canada's history. In the aftermath thereof, the only blacks remaining were either slaves or servants, as most black loyalists had fled Shelburne County in search of peace, an undoubtful refugee. In my research, I also explored the perspectives that surround the Shelburne race riots, and I learned that there are two major perspectives, the perspective of white settlers and the perspective of the British Crown. In the time leading up to the riots, the Crown had considerable accountability. Their failure to fulfill their promises to loyalists and delay in granting land allotments escalated white dissatisfaction upon them, which subsequently incited the race riots. These promises came in exchange for loyal service during the American Revolutionary War, as the Crown believed this would draw the majority to their cause, especially slaves seeking freedom. On the other hand, white refugees, who had limited money and delayed land allotments, felt threatened by free black loyalists mingling about the place in the aftermath of the war, for skin color and servitude were ingrainedly of utmost importance for white settlers. In other words, white refugees simply couldn't accept the freedom given to black loyalists, particularly in Shelburne County, which thereby instigated the race rides. In summary, the Shelburne race ride was representative of the racial preconceptions black loyalists had to tolerate upon migration in the wake of the American Revolution. Although there was barely an immediate effect on the country, Shelburne County was unfortunately subject to a fluctuating economy and a diminishing population in the following years, as a consequence of mass black relocation. The absolute violation of law reflected the poor administration of Governor John Parr. In the aftermath of the riots, aid was never rightly offered to the blacks, as Parr's concern was to appease the white rioters rather than assist the wretched victims. And so... The ride sank into history as a reminder to black people that there is no expectation of equitable treatment regardless. Before I wrap things up, Mr. Robbins has provided a brief listener message and a big shout out to him. Hi, All Talk Canadian History. Mr. Robbins here. Thanks for the shout out. And I just wanted to say uh, I appreciate you tackling such a difficult uh, and important event in Canadian history. Uh, A great reminder that we should always strive for better and that equity is achievable. Thanks again. In conclusion, the Shelburne Race Ride was a prominent event in Canada's history. It significantly highlighted anti-Black racism, discrimination and segregation of the 18th century. However, it is such historical injustices in the past that have contributed to Canada's freedom and multiculturalism, as such incidents are straightforwardly unacceptable in our nation today. Thank you for listening to my first podcast ever, the first episode of the All Talk Canadian History Series. I hope it was a very informative, thorough breakdown of the Shelburne race rides. A special shout-out to Mr. Robbins not only guided me through my first podcast, but also provided that brief listener message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to listen to the following episodes in the series. That's all for now, folks. Peace out.